wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. And all those accomplishments and the big person's table, would you want to add winning a Super Bowl to that? I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. <laughs> Can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? Um, you know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. Um, hope there's a tomorrow, a day after tomorrow. You know, next week and next month and next year. It's so funny that he doesn't understand that the question is asked specifically because he won't answer it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Can I just enjoy this? Can you let a guy have that? Can you just do that? Can I have that? I hope I have it tomorrow, a month, and next year. There was a tomorrow um, so far, I guess. Um, but what a game. Interesting football game. I It seems like uh, differ from 90% of the people and enjoy the football game. Well, I, no, I enjoyed it. There were 90, 90% of people didn't enjoy it last I night or didn't enjoy the team that won it and the storyline throughout the year. Uh, what was... It, I it, don't know. I, I guess I didn't spend a whole lot of time. The second half was a little disappointing. You felt like you were one play away from yeah. it really getting exciting. But, no, I mean, I I enjoyed it. I did, too. Wasn't I, my favorite national championship game ever. But I, If you're just kind of scanning social media while the game is on, you would have had the impression that Washington was down three touchdowns or something throughout the game. And, you know, late – you know, they pulled away a little bit late, but hey, there was plenty of drama in that game for me. And um, congratulations to Michigan. They pulled it off. Gosh, dang it. I know that. And that's the thing that, that sucked last night is not that I was happy when Alabama won all of those titles. Like, oh. it, it was just I, in no way could I feel any sort of joy for Michigan whatsoever. In fact, um, I uh, I can't I can't stand Michigan. They're they're a hard team to to, to like. You know, Ugh. whenever Harbaugh first went to Michigan, there was there was rightfully so a lot of excitement, um, and you know he got them to a good level quickly. But it looked like they were just they weren't ever going to get over the hump, right? And for the most part of his tenure, aside from maybe right whenever thing, right whenever he got there and they kind of rocketed up, you never would have thought that Michigan would win a championship again before Oklahoma would. No. Right? No. I mean, I remember them losing at Utah right out of the gate, and they couldn't beat Ohio State, and they were uh, a bit of a, a punchline of the joke there for, for a few years and how they couldn't get quarterback play and how bad they were offensively, but there's no mm-hmm. doubt they were the best team this year. Yeah. I uh, they they were the best team in the sport, but again, it was it was really hard to to be happy for them. It's not the most hated championship team of my lifetime, but it could be somewhere in the uh, in the top five. Yeah. And there's a great question for the text line today: Who's the most hated national championship team of your lifetime? Four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Who is it for you? Two thousand three LSU. Uh, no, I don't hate them. I hate myself for that game. <laughs> um, the University of Southern Cal in 2004, that that one was pretty painful. Your first year away from the program. Yeah. yeah. The, um, the Florida, the 08 Florida. Especially after Tebow did the Gator Chomp right yeah. in Nick Harris's face towards the end of the game. Yeah, yeah not great. That one, that one was painful, and... 
I don't who uh, is there anyone else? Well, of course, Texas in 05 when they won one. You just yeah. you hate them because they're Texas. You don't yeah. need any other excuse other than that. But but uh, even that one to me was like you felt pretty early on that okay we know where this one's going. I um and, and you were what that was your sophomore year at OU, buddy. I could hate Miami with the best of them. And I did when they won the 2001 National Championship. So much so that I was all Ohio State the next year when Miami lost to Ohio State in the 2002 National Championship. So yeah. most hated National Championship team of my lifetime, uh, probably probably 01 Miami. Could yeah. not stand those guys. Oh, I recently it's been kind of hard to really hate anyone because it's been it feels like the same team over and over and over right and it's just so much so cooked in preseason like someone has to kind of come out of nowhere like oh one miami and i I wouldn't say necessarily they came out of nowhere but i have a quick run up win a championship and do so flagrantly right you know with uh wearing it on the sleeve kind of in your face which is what Miami's always been and they just haven't been able to to recapture that that's kind of what you need to have a hated champion what about how did people feel about Auburn um I I don't think there was a ton of hate here in if you ask any other SEC fan whoo buddy because everyone was just they just knew that they paid to get Cam Newton. They pay. Remember um, when the Iron Bowl happened that year, and Auburn ran out on the field. Alabama's the guy that plays the music at the stadium got fired because he played "Take the Money and Run." What's What's <laughs> Auburn and Cam Newton ran out on the field? So yeah, there was some legit hate for for Auburn back in 2010. I can't believe that of all things, that is a fireable offense. Come I know. On. I thought that guy would get a raise at I Alabama. Know. Seriously, they fired the guy. Nine one eight says 05 Texas. Yeah. Uh, Leatherneck Sooner says 08 Gators as well. Mm, Jason M says 05 Texas. Okie Drink Slinger, 87 Miami, hands down. Big Rick in Owasso says Miami as well. You know, I feel like the 08 Florida team has become more and more hateable with time. Right? Oh, yeah. You think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, time has not been kind to, to that team, That everything right. that's happened with that squad. Right. Jeez. The, I mean, in a world full of frauds, that team was littered with them, except for the one that everyone wanted to be a fraud, which was Tebow. Nope. He's the one that's lived it the exact way he said the entire time, right? He walked it like, uh, yeah, yeah and he, he did that. It's the most shocking thing ever that that guy was on that football team. Uh, I guess our app is down. We got a bit of a stream Uh-oh. crash, according to the text line. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see if that can figure we'll, if we, that we can figure that one out, especially with uh, Coach Stoops coming up next. Segment. Yeah, I'm texting all of the uh, IT department right now, and we'll get a bunch of people on it. All three get... <laughs> people that are in the studio right now. Yeah, nine one eight Miami, Miami arrogance and disgust. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Five Star Randy says uh, Thugly Miami. <laughs> and then just more text about the uh, KREF app right now. We'll, yeah. we'll try to resolve that as, uh, as quick as we can. Feels like we have this conversation every year, the day after the national championship game. All right, does this team have dynasty capability? Does this team have the chance to turn one national championships into several national championships? And we'll see what happens with uh, Harbaugh at Michigan. I don't view them at, like I did Georgia a couple of years ago, but they've got such a stranglehold on the Big Ten right now. I don't think this will be the last national championship game we see Michigan in in the next five, seven years. Do you? Here's what's interesting. Michigan has, has really been impressive the last couple of years. They've really gotten it rolling. And I don't know enough about them to know really what the difference has been. Um, You know, one of the main things is quarterback. Way better at quarterback. But and a a lot of it is their style of play. Does it lend itself to to you being blown away by their quarterback? I mean, McCarthy's he's done a really good job for them. Um, But to win a championship – 
and not have the best quarterback is not easy to do. Not easy. Alabama did it a couple of times, yeah. but it's it doesn't happen um, too often. No, it it, it doesn't. It, it can be really difficult, and, and they pulled it off. And depending on what happens moving forward, if if they kind of maintain what they've got everywhere else, which maybe is harder to do than than I'm giving credit, but if they get better and better at quarterback, they're going to be difficult to stop, man. They really are. Michigan and and what McCarthy did there, that's kind of ultimately in my opinion, that's the type of system you want where you've got a great quarterback but he doesn't have to go out and throw for 350 yards. 80% completion. And the best comp I can think of was when A.J. McCarron was at Alabama. Yeah. Capable of uh, being a really good quarterback, making big plays, but just didn't have to throw for 350 yards, like you said, yeah. game in and game out. I mean, McCarthy, he didn't throw for 3,000 yards in well, how many games did they play? 15 games? Is yep. that what it ends yep. up being? Yep, yep, yep. Played 15 games, and he didn't hit the 3,000 yard mark in passing. But he completed 72% of his passes, 22 touchdowns to just four interceptions. I mean, it's super clean football. They're good everywhere else. He doesn't have to do a bunch of crazy things. And that doesn't mean that he can't. It just it means he doesn't have to. That's how you play better, efficient, winning football whenever you surround your quarterback with capable people and – he could just be clean. Well, especially when you're going to have to go runner, runner, runner in a uh, playoff format yep. now is if they can get a bit better at quarterback, they've got the right blueprint to kind of manage that month-long playoff that we're about to get into next year. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. I think depth is going to matter more in this sport than it ever has starting next year. And mm-hmm. the way that they play, um, and they've acquired depth for sure, but – yeah, I don't think it'll be the last national championship they play in the next five to seven years. This text just says, working in the 918s. Great news. We're back up and Is running? it working for anyone else or just this texter from the Tulsa area? What's that smiley face from uh, Jim and Arlington? Jim just, uh, Jim just letting us know that he got us on, uh, on tune in, I guess. Okay. Uh, 918, unplug it for 30 seconds and then plug it back in. <laughs> 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 that's the fix. No, I didn't right? ever thought of that. No, I never thought of that. That's that's a great idea. I I am between sixty and seventy percent sure that that's probably what they did. <laughs> yeah, working in Texas says a texture in the four nice. five. Thank you. Nice. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the app. Las Vegas Suter just says back. All right, thank you guys. We're back, baby. We're back in we Tulsa. Back. We're back in Texas, and we're back in Vegas. I love and in, it. Work, working in Utah is what this says. Utah's back up and running. We're back in four states. We're, we are. It's across the country coming back online. Feels good. Chuck the old fart just says had to restart app. Nice. And I forgot that we had a texture named Chuck the old fart. And I just Chuck love that. The old I love that so much. Fart. But uh, yeah, Miami 2001, my uh, most hated national champ of my lifetime. Yeah. Well. But boy, I really disliked 2019 LSU at halftime of the Peach Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't know that they were going to be the national champion that year, but had a pretty good feeling it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That that team. I think that team had the feeling of maybe being. As hateable as like a Miami, but they ended up being so good. And like Burrow, I think he's pretty likable. Yeah, you know, I I I do. I I think he's pretty likable. He's I think he's the really the first person that's ever been that cocky that everyone was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. you know, I, sure. it. I think it actually kind of works. Well played, nicely done. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. Coach Stoops joins us on the other side. We'll be back. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. If you're looking for big wins and good times, Riverwind is the best place to play. With the best food, drinks, and service. Join us every Friday in January for our winning resolutions giveaway. Play to win your share of $80,000. Play with 
your wild card all month long. Welcome to the best casino in the Metro. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today. Hi, Norman. It's DJ Newsom with Alliance Bank, your community-driven, friendly neighborhood bank. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur, lead a nonprofit organization, or just someone seeking a better banking experience, we've got you covered. From business to personal banking, we tailor our services to suit everyone's needs. We believe in making banking easy and enjoyable. Visit our Norman location or call us today at 405-286-5750. Valiance Bank, banking tailored to your needs. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a luxury apartment for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning two- and three-bedroom spacious floor plans with large walk-in closets, washer and dryer hookup, and a fabulous kitchen in a well-maintained, calm environment. From plush carpet to sleek stainless steel appliances to a pool, 24-hour fitness, and two dog parks, the Falls at Brookhaven has it all. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like. Life is full of moments, including difficult and disruptive ones like a cancer diagnosis, which is why the groundbreaking work of Stand Up to Cancer is so vital. They bring together top minds from different fields to find new and better treatments so patients can thrive. Please join Stand Up to Cancer and Myrtle Beach to help families get back to where they belong, making new memories for years to come. Go to StandUpToCancer.org to see how you can join the mission. Water is our most precious resource and something that should be conserved and used wisely. Here are some water conservation tips you can try. In the kitchen, collect the excess water you use to rinse produce and use it to water houseplants. Also, soak your pots and pans instead of letting the water run while you scrape them. Water is life. This message was brought to you by the City of Norman. Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org slash drive to learn more. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Tuesdays at 320. We're joined by Coach Bob Stoops, brought to you by Modelo. Teddy, there's a lot of good football stories to talk about with Coach today. And I want to start with the good news yesterday that the newest Oklahoma Sooner is inducted into the College Ooh. Football Hall of Fame. Dewey Selman's going in the hall. Coach, when you heard that yesterday, how did that, how'd that make you feel? Oh, I'm so delighted. But I, I've had to sit on that for about – since the summer, I've, I'm I am now on the board, the election board of in, who is inducted into the College Hall of Fame, uh, coaches as well as players. So I have no, known for a long time, and it's all I could do. Not to, I love Dewey, I love the Selman family, so it's been hard for me to keep it under wraps. So, uh, but anyway, I'm glad it's out. It's uh, so well deserved. Uh, such a such a great family, such a great guy, Dewey. So, uh, you know, back in those days, they didn't have as many pressures and statistics, sacks, 
you didn't have as many sacks. Well, it wasn't official until like uh, like the mid or late eighties, right? What the sack uh, statistic? Well, that's all I'm saying is those things weren't. Yeah, they weren't kept up with, and people didn't hardly throw the ball back Mm -hmm. then. So, you know, but you know, one thing that was brought up, and I made sure it was was. You know, the, the team statistics, the years Dewey was starting, the, uh, uh, you know, the, um, the, the defensive statistics, you know, the two national championships, he's a two-time All-American, all of that. That point being that everybody, listen, once everyone saw it all laid out, everybody's like absolutely and overwhelmingly everybody, you know, supported Dewey being in, and that, that was great. So, uh I'm really happy for, for, for Dewey and the family, and uh, that'll be a fun celebration. I'm sure we'll have a bunch of Sooners out there for it. Now, did you get to make the call? or No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, I just was part of a committee. Uh, and there, there, there's about, uh, there's about, there's like 13, 14 of us all that vote. And, uh, you know, they do a really thorough presentation on everybody. You know, they have a, a video of, of statistics and of this and of that and you know so it isn't done lightly uh you know it's a two-day process and everybody really just you know hones in on it on you know and what uh so anyhow it was uh but you know Dewey was again there every he had a strong vote overwhelmingly uh was was voted in and that's great and and then two of my dear coaching friends uh Mark D'Antonio, he and I have been running around since we were graduate assistants together in 1983. I was at Iowa as a graduate assistant. Mark D'Antonio was at uh, Ohio State as a graduate assistant. And we ran into each other in the press box. Back in those days, you were allowed to go scout a team. So Mark was scouting Iowa. And I'm up there with our defensive coordinator. I was his point man to help him, you know, with calls and who, what the substitutions were, all of that. And I ran into Mark, and I said, well, I had a bunch of – my brother Mike was still playing. So I said, I got a bunch of Ohio guys here tonight and my family come over to my house after the game. So Mark D'Antonio in 1983 came over to my house after an apartment, I should say, after the game. We hung out, and that year we went down to the coaches' convention together. I picked them up in Columbus, and we drove down to uh, down to uh, Nashville. So, point being, Mark has been a dear friend, and and his wife Becky was my wife Carol for a long, long time, and he's got he got voted in as well as Frank Solich. Yep, uh, who's also so deserve all of those those guys are deserving. So it was a it was fun, and that and it was hard for me to hold. Pulled out also telling those guys all these months <laughs> that, that I knew they were being being inducted. You know, we love to ask you about uh, your former players. We got to ask you about three of them today, which normally means a pretty good thing. I, I look, and we'll get to Baker and CD. I, I just thought it was awesome Sunday in New York. I guess the thought is is that Sterling may not be back with the Giants next year, but they gave him an ovation before the game. The head coach said something awesome post-game, Tyrod Taylor. You can just tell what he meant and represented at OU. That's exactly what the Giants got. And I think he finished fifth all-time in franchise history in catches. I know none of that surprises you, but it sounds like Sterling is – he's beloved up there in New York. It's awesome. Uh, you know, of course, I love the guy, love the family. And uh, it's, 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 so, it's so great. I mean, he's had a great career. And who knows, maybe maybe he'll have another chance somewhere. I'm not sure either of his intentions. I need to call him. But I uh, love seeing them recognize him like that. Just an incredible person, incredible teammate. He's a great, great, great competitor. Um, I, I Of all the guys I've had, and I've had great ones, he's up there with any of the great ones in that he played so hard. It meant so much to him on how he played and, and winning and all of it. So, uh, yeah, good for him that they recognized him that, that way. And, um, yeah, he's had an incredible career and, and really happy for him. Yeah, you know, one of his uh, quarterbacks at Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield, making it into the playoffs. How about that? Um, Tampa making it in, had a tough year. I mean, he bought, uh, fought through some injuries and stuff late, but 
They're in. They're hosting a playoff game against Philly. Heck, there's all kinds of OU guys scattered throughout the NFL playoffs this year. Yeah, I love it. Baker, uh, you know him. He And if you give him half a chance, and as long as he's, you know, again, halfway healthy with, with any kind of help, he's going to win. That's just who he is. Uh, love it for him. Uh, love it that, you know, that, that he has this opportunity. Um, I'm sure he's looking forward to it. But, no, he, he's had a great year, and they've done a, a great job with him. You know, so, uh, yeah, just, just wish him luck, you know, here through the playoffs. And uh, that's a hard one with Jalen Hurts going up against him and uh, another, you know, guy that gave so much to OU. So, uh, you know, whatever it'll be, it'll be. But, uh, but again, happy – Happy that Baker's come back the way he has. He's, it's been an incredible year for him. Bob Stoops is our guest, brought to you by Modelo. No big deal. Um, C.D. Lamb just had a year where he set the Cowboys' record for receptions, receiving yards, and he's got nine straight games with a touchdown, which is the longest stretch in the NFL since 2012. I mean, career yeah. year, sure, he's one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the league right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, he's I think he's really just coming into his own now with the experience. Uh, he's got such size and strength. You know, if you, when you meet him, if, when you're around him in person, it's like I, he was up with me in the spring game up in the press box and I, for a little while, and I was like, dang, I always forget how, how darn big you are. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like the guy's a big, strong guy, got great hands, great route running, everything competitive. Yeah, so good good for him. You know, that says a lot. You, you get – guys in there like Michael Irvin and on and on all the guys they've had for him to have a you know that kind of career or not not he's not done but you know just record at this point in his career uh in Dallas is is really neat and a guy that's from that area you know so good for him yeah just also happy happy for CD well we crowned our national champion last night Michigan Pulls it off, undefeated season, the perfect season. Got past a really good Washington team. Tough football game. Played great on both sides of the ball all year. What'd you think of this Michigan squad? Yeah, they're 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 the real deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I said it that I, I felt I, I thought Washington would have a chance to make it a close game, but I felt all along that Michigan's defense and Michigan's ability to run the football would make the difference. And that's what happened. I mean, they had some big runs, you know, to make the difference. Defense came up with big plays, and uh, I didn't. I didn't think uh, Penix had his best game. Otherwise, they might have had a chance to keep it closer. But uh, but you know, you got to give it to Michigan, man. They they were just they're strong. Uh, uh, every everything about them, you know. Uh, just uh, overall tougher, you know. Uh, I don't mean that in any disrespectful way to Washington. I really appreciate what they've done all year, but I, I just meant that's a better way to say it, it's just more physical. Yeah. Hey, front. Porter squads. Porter squads back in the top ten. How about that final four minutes uh, on Saturday night? Iowa State gets their first lead of the night. Then OU plays maybe their best four minutes of basketball the entire year. That that tells me quite a bit about their squad. It's exciting, and I uh, love it for, for Coach Moser and the, the basketball team, and I love it that I, I saw more and more people in the stands and louder, maybe, you know, getting an atmosphere, more, you know, more and more of a, you know, a, a strong atmosphere in, you know, uh, in, you know, in the arena. So uh, good for them. They, they look good. I, I, before I, I, I left here around the holidays for a little while, I'll be back soon, but I, I've been to – four or five games ahead of leaving, and I love it. Uh, they're a fun team to watch, exciting team to watch, and uh, they've got a lot of really good players, and Porter and his staff do a great job coaching them. So it's they're fun to watch. Everybody needs to keep coming to games. Last one, Coach. I was, I was telling Teddy yesterday, if he played at a lot of other different college programs and had the same career, he might already be in the College Football Hall of Fame. Huh. But you guys still got to get uh, Rocky Kalmus in, uh, Tommy Harris, Jason White, Derek Strait. I can name about 15 other names. I- I'm, I'm going to guess, though. Yeah. as well. But, you know, and, and people don't understand. Like, if, uh, for instance, I got in whatever year, a few years ago, 
the next year, Roy Williams was on the ballot. He couldn't get in because I had just gotten in the year before. Yeah. And they, they don't want you to go in consecutive years, um, you know, because they want to spread it out. There's so many teams, yeah. so many deserving people. So many good names. A, just looking at the, tw- this year's list, it's crazy. Yeah, and you have a 20-year window to get in. So point being, meaning it doesn't matter you're in the first or not. Sometimes there's rules that prohibit you from going in your first year or set. We know how it is. So, And people don't always understand that. But being on the committee, I, I understood that this year, that we we're looking at certain people to vote on. Well, he's ineligible this year because last year we had a receiver from that school just got in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So. So that's that's kind of the process. But all of you guys are going to get in, Teddy. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not I'm not worried about it at all. I, well, I, I was looking at the requirements to get in for a player, if this is right. It says, have to have played within the last 50 years, major first-team All-America recognition. And there's a few other uh, stipulations yeah. there. But I counted 29 players from 1999 to 2016 that could get in the wow. College Football Hall of Fame under, under that today. That's crazy. 29. Yeah. Wow. That's the that's the thing about it, but uh, but anyway, uh, you're right. Uh, we're we're at a school here at OU where it's pretty incredible the number of players and you know that are so deserving and coaches and so anyway. Um, but it'll happen for you guys. You know, you know that Teddy. You just may have to give a little time because uh, somebody ahead of you might be in their last year or two of being able to be inducted, and and they're deserving. So you you know you just it's just kind of a it's a process it's not exact and and uh and again it's it's fair throughout the country they want to they want to be able to spread it around which makes sense and i'll say this it's going to be we'll have plenty of reason to celebrate for a bunch of years to come so that's going to be awesome it'll be really cool coach we appreciate you know you're busy we uh love every time you stop by the show thanks a lot all right, guys, great to be with you, and make sure you guys tip a little rock and roll tequila tonight. <laughs> you right. got it. You That's got right. it. Yeah, That's all I need to hear. All right, right Coach. That's awesome. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, 29 eligible players. And like, here's, here's what I found. Have to have played within the last 50 years. Mm. So your last snap of college football has got to be 50 years. Major first-team All-America recognition. Football achievements are considered first, but the post-football record – uh, is also weight as well. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, that's it's crazy. You just you look at these names just on this year's list, and it's like this every single year. But it's just crazy names, crazy players, all kinds of greats. Um, like how many NFL present. Hall of Fame? Like you, it feels like you see a few NFL Hall of Famers in there every single Mark year. Mark well. Dunn's probably going to be one. Larry Fitzgerald's probably going to be one. Randy Moss already is one, correct? Uh, if he's not, he probably will be. Peppers probably will be. I mean, it's it's really impressive. I, I did the research. I'm just going to list all the names for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, major first team All American recognition in the Stoops era: J. T. Thasher, Josh Heupel, Rocky Kalmus, Roy Williams, already in. Frank Romero, Jeff Ferguson, Teddy Lehman, Tommy Harris, Brandon Everett, Jason White, Derek Strait, Antonio Perkins, Mark Clayton, Jamal Brown, Adrian Peterson, Dan Cody, Vince Carter, Rufus Alexander, Duke Robinson, Curtis Lofton, Gerald McCoy, Jermaine Gresham, Sam Bradford, Trent Williams, Quentin Carter, Ryan Broyles, Gabe Biker, Eric Stryker, Baker Mayfield. Jeez. It's all 29 names. That's crazy. Crazy. Um, like I said, we'll have reason to celebrate for a long time. Going to be fun. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll get to some of these text messages next. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. If you're looking for big wins and good times, Riverwind is the best place to play. With the best food, drinks, and service. Join us every Friday in January for our winning resolutions giveaway. Play to win your share of $80,000. Play with your wild card all month long. Welcome to the best casino in the Metro. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, 
Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today. Hi, Norman. It's DJ Newsom with Alliance Bank, your community-driven, friendly neighborhood bank. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur, lead a nonprofit organization, or just someone seeking a better banking experience, we've got you covered. From business to personal banking, we tailor our services to suit everyone's needs. We believe in making banking easy and enjoyable. Visit our Norman location or call us today at 405-286-5750. Alliance Bank, banking tailored to your needs. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a luxury apartment for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning two- and three-bedroom spacious floor plans with large walk-in closets, washer and dryer hookup, and a fabulous kitchen in a well-maintained, calm environment. From plush carpet to sleek stainless steel appliances to a pool, 24-hour fitness, and two dog parks, The Falls at Brookhaven has it all. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like. Life is full of moments, including difficult and disruptive ones like a cancer diagnosis, which is why the groundbreaking work of Stand Up to Cancer is so vital. They bring together top minds from different fields to find new and better treatments so patients can thrive. Please join Stand Up to Cancer and Myrtle Beach to help families get back to where they belong, making new memories for years to come. Go to StandUpToCancer.org to see how you can join the mission. Water is our most precious resource and something that should be conserved and used wisely. Here are some water conservation tips you can try. In the kitchen, collect the excess water you use to rinse produce and use it to water houseplants. Also, soak your pots and pans instead of letting the water run while you scrape them. Water is life. This message was brought to you by the City of Norman. Hey, life doesn't stop when cancer starts. After diagnosis, treatment is vital. But for some, just getting there to appointments, chemo, or radiation is a major challenge. You can change that. Volunteer to give rides with the American Cancer Society Road to Recovery Program. Driving for a few hours of your day can make a life-saving difference for someone with cancer. Visit cancer.org drive to learn more. also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. It's the rush on the ref. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Appreciate Bob Stoops for joining us every single week. And, hey, you heard him. Go get some rock and roll tequila for yeah. tonight, huh? The cold night here. That'll warm you up. Rock and roll tequila and chili. I'm, I'm sure that'll mix, mm. right? Mm-mm-mm. Sounds good to me. I haven't me. tried it together, but what's what's the worst that could happen? You know? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? 405 says, please mention how OU is number one in USFL draft picks. Boomer Sooner. Yeah, I meant to ask him that. I had it down. Which names did I have down today? I uh, saw like a list of five names over the weekend that will be playing for the Renegades this year. And Adrian Ely, Laron Stokes, a couple of those. Nice. But, yes, yeah, it sounds like a nice OU representation will be happening on the defending for, for the defending champs this year. Right. So, what are we – is it? It's the UFL, XFL, and USFL combined merged to merged, create yes. the United Football League. Yeah. I think is that right? So, and I, I'll be just totally. I haven't looked into it a ton into exactly what's happened with the other teams, but I think the existing teams, because not every team folded in, right? right. I think only four did. So maybe these four other teams have had the opportunity to take players from the other teams from last year. I, I want to say that that's what's been going on. 
Yeah. It'll be an ISOU representation now. How about Vic Beasley going to the Arlington Renegades? Really? God, yeah. man, I remember when he was at Clemson. He was a first-round pick out of Clemson, correct? Yeah, it went to Atlanta, yeah. I believe. Uh-huh. Um, I think he battled some injury stuff, but out of Clemson, good player there. Um, it's definitely for XFL and for UFL, and I think maybe the four XFL got to have their pick from the teams that got, you know, that didn't make it. I, I don't know, but – yeah. They're just going to go ahead and win it again, all right? Just yeah. calling it right now. Go win the sucker Get again. hot in the playoffs like they did last year. When is the Big 12 releasing the football schedule? Asked the texture in the 785. They did that a couple of months ago, and they released the next four years of their football schedule. Isn't that kind of how – didn't – was it the ACC and the Big 10 did that as well? SEC is the only one that didn't? Yeah, and I like it just finding out one yeah. year at a time. Yeah, make it a made-for-TV event every single year. Probably, I, I think. I don't know what the Big Twelve, Big Ten, and ACC's thoughts were whenever they were putting together their schedule, uh, but I know what the SEC's is. We are not going to do anything concrete for four years until we see how the twelve-team playoff works. Correct, and once that happens. We'll probably manipulate it or whatever to figure out a way to get the most teams into the 12-team playoff every year. 405 says, what would have happened to this Texas team if they had played against Deshaun Watson, a Georgia team that went to overtime for the Natty, Tua and Joe Burrow? Would they win any of those games? I'm just glad the team they lost to got dismantled last night in the championship game. Yeah. I. I would not have favored Texas over any of those teams. That's yeah. And I don't know. I Last night did not go well for Washington. Um, if you play that game ten times, I don't think Michigan wins ten of them. But man, they, they definitely win, win, win the majority. Nine. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. may win nine, man. They win the majority. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess it is beneficial for Oklahoma – considering we recruit up against Texas nonstop, um, that nobody came away from last night saying, boy, Texas was this close to winning a national championship had they completed one of those passes into the end zone in the semifinal against Washington. Yeah, no one's coming away thinking that. In fact, um, I come away from the playoff thinking that they were the fourth best team in the playoff. That's, that's That's how I view it. Yeah. I I think I've viewed it that way previously, but but I am uh, more concrete, more resolute in that, uh, in that statement now. Sam and Edmund says, working in New Mexico, here for meetings, they can't make it without KREF, so don't let that happen again. You, you got it, Sam. Keep your eyes out for uh, Lincoln if you're close to Vermejo. Well, and I was just about to say, I don't know if someone's really in Vermejo or if they've just listened to the show for several years now. It says it's not working here in Vermejo. Because <laughs> if you're new to the show, that was Lincoln's uh, vacation spot, I guess, or at least one of the ones that he frequented quite a bit. Nice. So we always used to make fun of Vermejo, New Mexico. Coach, we appreciate you listening. Should be up and running there in Vermejo yeah. anytime now. He has to be in Vermejo because he's not getting any uh, NFL interviews. Mm. Mm-hmm. There is not a whole lot of scuttlebutt for no. uh, Lincoln Riley in the NFL. Jim Harbaugh, on the other hand, well, there's 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 a ton, but there's just not a lot circulating right now on Muleshoe. Do you still feel like you did yesterday that Harbaugh is gone? Hmm, let me think about it here. How do I feel about Jim Harbaugh? If there only, there only there was a way that somebody asked him that. And all those accomplishments in the big person's <laughs> table, would you want to add winning a Super Bowl to that? I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. <laughs> Can a guy have that? Yeah, I feel the same way as I do yesterday. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, well... They they played total football game. They're good on both sides of the ball. And Michael I, Penix, man, he was just off last night. He just he just missed some throws that I didn't see him miss this year. Yeah, I don't know if it was a if it was a timing issue. You know, he was 
he had them looking at his ankle pretty early on in that football game. It didn't look like that was a factor. I don't know what it was. He was rattled for, for whatever reason. Now, you know, a lot of times it looks on television like he's got open opportunities, but I think it's probably fair to say that it was the tightest coverage and the best pass rush combined that he had seen all oh, year, and yes. it makes for a correct a really difficult game. Like it, he was, he was never really comfortable there. That, and that's the thing: a pass rush can affect a quarterback even when they don't get home. No doubt. I mean, if you get it consistent throughout the game, then maybe a down where you don't. It's still kind of happy feet back there. Like, oh, got to get rid of it. I felt pressure the entire game. Yeah, so and, I, I think that was going on. You too. know, I don't think it. I don't think it changed the outcome of the game, uh, but they didn't get the benefit of many calls last night either. Um, again, like I don't think it it would have changed the outcome. But of it's the game. stolen a much better ending. Michigan yeah. still wins late, but it would have been a much a better finish. Right, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, we're going to Ann Arbor in 2026. By the way, mm. the team that won the national championship, we're going to see them in Norman in 2025. Let's go. <laughs> home and awesome. home with Michigan in 25 and 26, and an SEC schedule. Be getting that money's worth with season tickets. Oh, so we, How about it? We host them next season? Uh, yeah, so Texas goes to Ann Arbor this year. This year, And then I guess OU's got them in 25 and, and 26. Is Texas not completing the home and home first? Mm, I guess not. I guess not. Maybe they. Uh, maybe it's later. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe because of Michigan's schedule with Oklahoma, maybe they did it late. Like maybe. their their return trip is later or something. I don't know. I have uh, only been to the Detroit airport. You were once a you once lived in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever frequented Ann Arbor or not. Is that trip going to be overrated, underrated, or rated just right for OU fans? Let's see, it'll be early in the year. Um, weather should be fine. Should be great. Uh, I think it'll be it'll probably be really good, probably be really good. Michigan's awesome um, in that time of the year. It's it's going to be more humid than people expect. Um, the airport it's easy to get to Ann Arbor. You just head west right out of the airport, and you're on your way to Ann Arbor. It doesn't take very long at all, and there's plenty to do. There's a lot of stuff right around campus. A lot of bars and restaurants and stuff, and it's been forever since I've been there. But you know, even twenty years ago, there was tons of stuff to do. Did so. you walk up and see the big house, or at least drive by it? Like, yeah, you, you, you think of the big house, this monstrosity of a stadium, but it doesn't apparently look all that impressive from no. the outside. No, it's kind of Rose Bowl ish yeah. to where yeah. you know it's just a big bowl, and it's not it's not the big stadium that's stacked on top of each other like a Neyland or a Penn State or something like that, Ohio State. It's got a different feel to it. It's just that kind of that wide scooping bowl. So the out from the outside and I don't I've never been in it. I don't know if it's dug down into it the feels ground. like it is a bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So on the outside it's not not an imposing structure. Well, but it'll be fun. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. And the ad council. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what it is. Cadence Group bringing you the sour of the rush. Temperatures are dropping. That could mean frozen pipes. It's never a fun thing to deal with. If unfortunately that happens to you, contact Cadence Group 405 573 3048. That's 405 573 34, uh, excuse me, 3048, 24 hours a day. Cavens is on the call. You can also check him out at cavensgroup.com. Uh, our buddy Jim in Casper, Wyoming, uh, gives us a pretty good idea of what's it, what it's like in Ann Arbor. 
says, I went to a game in the big house in 03. Mm-hmm. It's basically the Rose Bowl without the view. And I think you kind of said the same thing as yeah. well. And the Rose Bowl without the view. Without the view, and mm-hmm. damn sure doesn't have the same grass as the Rose Bowl. 918, Michigan fans can be a lot like OU fans, sitting on their hands but loud against the big dogs. Mm, yeah. Uh, probably. I bet that's true. But there's a lot of truth to that. They're about to start getting a better schedule as well. You know, they've kind of yes. been a a two big games a year type of type of season. That's probably going to get much better for them. The tailgate is pretty good in Ann Arbor. The stadium is overrated. Yeah. Jim adds that one as well. Well, I don't think it's going to be the coolest college football atmosphere that we've ever seen before, but you get to check out the big house one time. Yeah. You know, it's one of those places where You'll spend money, you'll make it happen for one time, and then you see it once, and all right, yeah, I saw it. I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm good there. You know, I don't know, what's the best, um, what do people enjoy more? Going to see, going to a stadium that is, like, really nice and a great way to view the game, or going to... Like more of a, a traditional location just to say you saw a game there. Like like the Big House or like, you know, Notre Dame or places like that. So, like, are, are essentially, are you asking, would OU fans rather see a game at Michigan, Notre Dame, or at the new stadium in Vegas? Yeah, that, stuff that like that. I mean, maybe, I, I mean, maybe the new stadium in Vegas is an extreme example of a college football. I'm thinking more of a college-type situation but I mean, who has like a just a really nice college stadium now um, I, I would regardless Alabama. yeah I would lean towards if it's if it's old and there's a lot of history that's 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 pretty cool as people's, long as people's answers gonna horrible right I mean people's answers are gonna differ here and we'll, we'll take some on the text line but you're packed in with 85,000 nothing's ever really me just personally great. the older it is the more history there is that's that's where I want to go yeah I, I'm I'm all about that as a college football I kind of imagine that that would be the case I mean, if you can get both of those mixed together with I mean I think Ohio State's kind of like that it's a pretty nice nice venue it seems like all the seats are pretty good, so I don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two is next. <laughs>